Forget what's behind you and keep looking ahead. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. Uh, As we begin this morning, we are continuing on in Philippians chapter 3, and we're moving into verses 12 through 14. And this concludes Paul's section on teaching about taking no confidence in the flesh. And um, uh, you'll remember on Friday that uh, Paul challenged us with the teaching about the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus, considering all of our earthly accomplishments lost compared to the great worth of knowing Christ as our Lord and Savior. Now, he finishes out this section this morning by talking about um, not getting tripped up by the past. Do you know anybody like that? Do you know anybody in your life who seems to be sort of caught in the past, tripped up by the past, Some things have happened to them that they've never really entirely rebounded from. They've never really found their footing again. They're they're not on completely solid ground because the past continues to slip in and trip them up. Um, They remain sort of trapped in this past era of time when things were probably good for them and, and probably a season of growth and a season of success and it was a undoubtedly likely a good season or for some they were tripped up by a particularly hard or painful season in the past and they're uh, having a difficult time letting go and moving into the future whatever the future holds now for the believing person we uh, we surrender our lives to the God of past, present, and future. (laughs) The God who knows the end from the beginning. And we can trust him with our lives because we know that he is leading us um, down the path that he says is best for us. Uh, Down the path of purpose, down the, the path of his will that is ultimately his best for us. And so we don't have to be tripped up by the past. We don't have to be uh, caught in some past era that was either especially good or especially challenging for us. We can approach the future with confidence because we know and love and uh, are in relationship with the God who holds the future in the palm of his hand, quite literally. And so that's the challenge today as we encounter this teaching from Paul. As we prepare to study the word, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Uh, Lord, thank you for the weekend of rest and recuperation of fun and play. And now it's Monday again, and so we dig in and begin uh, to grind away (laughs) at those details of life that are so important. And uh, we trust that you're with us every step of the way. Lord, uh, we entrust our lives to your hand, and we pray that you would lead and guide us once again through your word today as we study it together. And we thank you for this time, and we're grateful for it. Mostly, Lord, grateful that your presence is here with us. Father, we love you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, 
I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So Paul is, in verse 12, following up on um, uh, the theme that he was touching on in Friday's passage. Um, And he says, not that I've already attained, obtained all of this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Now, I think that's an interesting thing. Now, we know that Jesus took hold of us. His claim is on our lives if we belong to him. And uh, Jesus confirms in John 10, 28, that those the Father has put in his hand can never be snatched away from him. And so his claim is on us, and His and His he's got a a stake in our lives, and he is invested in our lives, and um, we remain in the palm of his hand, and nothing can take us away uh, from uh, Jesus' grip on our lives. And so um, Jesus has got a hold of us, uh, and, and when we come to the place where we reckon with what he's done for us and our need for it, um, that is us uh, beginning to take hold of that which Jesus uh, Christ took hold of us. <laughs> we are beginning to um, take hold of in the sense of, of we, are, we are clinging to him. We are clinging to these promises. We are clinging to what he provides in the same way that he has got a grip on us. And Paul says in verse 13, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do. In other words, he sees that this is a continual process of owning one's faith, of really coming to grips with what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, and that we grow into that uh, in an ongoing way as disciples of Christ. Uh, And he says that even though that uh, sense, that reality has not reached its fulfillment, as uh, we as we continue on in that journey in this life, and then it reaches its fulfillment, obviously, in the next. Um, but he says, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Paul says, hey, I recognize that the past can really trip us up. It can trip me up. And there's things in my past that are challenging, and there's things in my past that are exciting and thrilling. Uh, but I can't let any of those things... Um, grab a hold of my future in Christ. And so we can appreciate the past. We can look back on the past and thank God for certain aspects of his work in our lives in different past eras. We can thank him for seeing us through difficulties and hardships, but we do not let those things determine our future. We lay aside the past and strain toward what is ahead. What is ahead is his plan and purpose for our life this moment and the next moment and five years down the road, ten years down the road until uh, either our lives here expire or Jesus comes back for us. So Paul says, what I do is I press on toward the goal. I am pushing. I am pressing. I am staying put. I am staying committed. I am keeping my feet on the path that Jesus has laid before me in order to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What's the prize? The prize is getting to the finish line faithful to the Lord. The prize is 
coming to the end of our lives and hearing our master say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with these little things. Now I'm going to put you in charge of a lot. Uh, To hear our master say, well done, you ran the race well. Paul, you ran the race well. Eli, you ran the race well. Jim, you ran the race well. Sue, uh, to hear the Lord say that uh, when we come into his presence, what a precious thing that will be. And we'll be bloodied and our knees will be scraped up and uh, we'll maybe have some ankle twists along the way and some uh, bruised bones, but we'll get there. We'll get there with the help of the Lord and his faithful presence leading us as we go. And uh, this goal to which God has called us heavenward in Christ is a wonderful goal. It's it's finishing the race well. Uh, It's not losing ground in this earthly life to sinful temptations. It's not losing ground to pride. It's not losing ground to uh, earthly desires. It's staying on that trajectory with Jesus and pressing on in Him uh, until we cross the finish line of faith. And uh, if we get across, it will be because He's been faithful to us and we maybe have simply tried to uh, remain close to him as we as we've journeyed. All right, my friends, I'm so moved by these words. They're powerful. Um, I always love coming through uh, this section of Philippians because these words are of great encouragement, and they're just so honest and true, aren't they? <laughs> this is what it takes. This is what it's all about. All right, my friends, happy Monday. Hope you get lots done today, and thanks for taking time out of your day to study with me. God bless.